0: Welcome to Self-Compassionate Professor, a career wellness podcast for mid-career and recovering academics who want more. More meaning, balance, rest, joy, and more clarity. Our motto here is no regrets. So glad you're here. inspired by those Ricola commercials you remember those Ricola something like that I don't know anyway how's it going this is Danielle Delamar and you are listening to episode 122 and I'm sorry but I love that this is episode 122 because two is my favorite number and there are two twos in this episode um what do I have to say about this um I guess there's a reason that this is episode 122, because this episode is pretty foundational to what I teach. It's pretty foundational to walking a self-compassionate career path. And if you are coming to the Career Vision Workshop on July 13th, today's episode is here to prepare you all for this particular workshop. Before you show up for the workshop on July 13th, I want you to have taken yourself on a vision quest. So I sort of prepared you for that in the last episode when I was like, okay. It's the solstice. Take some time to really reflect on where you are in your career, right? You take inventory of the past and the present. You know where you are. You know where you have been. And then you can go ahead and embark on the vision quest. As I said in the last episode, the vision quest is going to take you a whole day. I guess if you wanted to because, you know, you're short on time or something, You could do a half a day, but I would recommend a whole day if you can do it. So you clear your calendar completely for one day between now and July 13th. So the main things I want to talk about in today's episode is how to begin the journey, right? How to begin the vision quest on that day, that chosen day (laughs) before July 13th, before the career vision workshop. So how to begin the journey. The second thing is what to do during the actual journey, what to do while you're actually on the quest. And then the other thing I want to talk about is how to close your journey. And then lastly, I have some caveats for you. Okay, so those four things, right? Beginning the journey, during the journey, ending the journey, and some caveats. Before I talk about all of those, though, I want to offer a rationale as to why you do the vision quest, right? So let me just start here. If I didn't have you do a vision quest before the actual workshop and you just showed up at the workshop after you know doing a bunch of stuff that day, you know taking your kids to school, getting some work done, answering emails, trying to get some writing in. Planning a little bit for fall semester. Is anybody doing that yet? (laughs) Anyway, you've got all this stuff on your plate that you've been doing and you've been bouncing back and forth all day trying to get things done and you're in sort of a state of overwhelm because you're like, God, I have all this stuff to do, and now I gotta go to this workshop that I signed up for. Ugh. And you show up for the workshop feeling overwhelmed and frenzied. That deeply, deeply affects your ability to create a career vision that feels really right. Do you hear me when I say this? So for example, if you show up at the workshop and you're like, oh my God, I'm not being productive enough this summer. And you're freaking out and you come with this sense of anxiety and this fear that you're gonna lose your job. And then you spend the time with me in those two and a half hours of the workshop just thinking about how you're going to be more productive. That totally then affects what you articulate as your vision. And another example of this might be something like, oh my God, this job is not working for me. I have to get out of academia and I have to get out now. And then you start really thinking about alt jobs and you jump on the alt bandwagon and you connect with a bunch of other people who are singing the praises of Alt-Act and you come to the workshop with me on July 13th and your career vision then becomes all about running away from something, <laughs> right? Rather than moving towards something you deeply, deeply care about, right? Something that you Value, something that sits right with your spirit. And so, what the Vision Quest is intended to do is to get you in a ventral vagal nervous system state, a nervous system state that is calm, where you feel connected to yourself, where when you think about others, you feel love and compassion toward them where you're present, because it's in this nervous system state that you bring confidence to your vision, that you bring clarity, that you bring creativity, so that you can put together something that is self-compassionate and something that really makes your spirit sing, like truly, truly makes your spirit sing. On the other hand, if you're in a fight flight state where it's just this sort of sympathetic nervous system state where you're like, oh, my God, I've got to do something. I've got to do it now. Ah, You do not have access to your inner wisdom. Same thing goes for like a freezer pain state, right? These are dorsal vagal states where you don't have access to your inner wisdom because you're shut down and you're disconnected and you're likely feeling pretty hopeless about your career. So whether you're feeling really activated and like I have to do something now or you're feeling very freeze (laughs) statey and you feel hopeless and you can't see a promising future, like either one of those states are obviously going to produce a career vision that is not aligned to your values going to produce a career vision that is frankly, pretty pathetic and lackluster, right? (laughs) Like you are not going to be inspired by this vision. In fact, I had a client once who her, her idea of a non-academic job was that she was going to have to, you know, be on the bus every day to get to her nine to five And she really, really wanted to write and she wanted to write creatively. (laughs) And So her vision for her career when she was in this more hopeless state was, well, I hope to be able to write for the 10 to 20 minutes that I'm on the bus every day and the 10 to 20 minutes that I'm on the bus on the way home, right? her big vision, right? That was her big vision, because she felt like there was no other way to do creative work. She had to hold down a regular nine-to-five. She could never make it outside academia without a nine-to-five job. So that's the rationale for the Vision Quest. You need to take a day to completely disconnect from your to-do list, to completely disconnect from your worries, your anxieties, your fears, and just be totally present. When you can feel calm, your inner wisdom will speak to you. So let's start with beginning the journey. So I talk about the vision quest as a journey because it is a journey. You are journeying inward, but it can also be an actual journey. Like if you wanted to take a hike Or you wanted to take a walk to somewhere meaningful, to a labyrinth or to a church, or maybe it's to your university if you live close enough, right? Where you are going to walk there with a presence and an intention that you don't usually bring with you when you go to campus, right? Like, I'm going to change my relationship to campus. I'm going to walk there. So think about what you want to do. Like I said, it's a journey inward. So it doesn't have to actually be like a pilgrimage, right? It doesn't have to be an actual walk. Maybe you just drive to a coffee shop you love or a bookstore you love, or you go on a day trip to the mountains, whatever it is, decide what is personally meaningful to you. And when you get there, Your first task is to clear your mind. And so that basically means you're going to be doing some sort of mindfulness activity, right? So maybe you're going to meditate. Maybe you're going to do some yoga. Maybe you're going to do some walking meditations. Whatever it is, you're just going to stay in your five senses as much as possible. And when a thought arises about something you need to get done or something you forgot to do, Just say hello to the thought and let it go. And if you're in a particularly frenzied state when you begin your journey, you might just close your eyes and imagine like a tropical rainstorm beating down on you and washing away that nervous system state that you brought with you. Do not hurry through this first step. The step of finding presence, the step of letting the layers of worry and anxiety and fear and anger that come with your daily life dissolve. And it might take some time. It might take some of you five minutes to do this. For some of you, it might take an hour or more. And that's okay. And if you struggle, Use some self compassion. So that's what the beginning of your journey looks like. You want to get to a place where you feel like there's nothing to do. You just be. That's it. You just be. All right. So that's beginning the journey. Got it? You're just trying to find presence. Second, During the journey, as you feel ready, as you start to feel calm, as you start to feel connected to yourself, as you start to feel really present, and your thinking mind has really slowed down, start asking yourself some questions, right? Where are you now? Where do you want to be? Do you have a sense of calling? How do you want your body and your spirit to feel in the next three to five years? Are you feeling called to work with certain people or a certain person? I have some questions for you to consider on my website. If you want to download those, you can go to selfcompassionateprofessor.com. Again, never forget the dot com, selfcompassionateprofessor.com. And on the welcome page, you can download the Vision Quest questions. And so as you're really thinking about the big questions and letting your heart and your spirit and your mind dream and letting them dream very, very big, you start journaling or drawing. For this kind of stuff, I personally don't like lined paper right or like getting into an excel file or something right because for me that feels very limiting when i have to write in the lines when i have to type in the boxes it derails me from dreaming um my my journals tend to be non-lined right for this reason So that I can draw when I need to draw. I can write big when I need to write big. And I can write small when I need to write small. So really keep this in mind. Don't sort of shackle yourself to a rigid way of recording the thoughts that come up for you. The dreams that come up for you. And this is the deal too. You do not want to turn this process into another sort of to-do item that has to be completed efficiently and perfectly. No, the minute you start to feel that, back off, go back to the mindfulness stuff. That means when you need a break, take a break. Do not power through this. This is not the kind of thing you should power through. And in fact, I won't just say, you know, when you need a break, take a break. I'll just say, take a whole lot of breaks. Like, let's just make that a thing. Like, that is something you do. You take a lot of breaks. You make this process fun and easy and flowy, not hard and rigid and stressful and overwhelming, right? That's not what we want. And as you're doing all of this, you're really going to feel into what you need. Notice when you're opening. And opening means that you're really feeling some big emotions. You're feeling some really big sensations. You're crying. You're laughing. Any of those things, that is an opening. And when you're opening, you know that you can keep going. Like it's an invitation from your mind, body, and spirit to keep doing this work. But I also want you to notice when you start to close. So when you're hitting a point where you feel tired or irritated or judgy, you know, you're saying things like this stupid vision quest, right? That's a closing. And that's an invitation from your mind, body, and spirit. To stop and take a break. The thing you do not want to be doing during your journey inward, right, during your vision quest is scrolling through social media. (laughs) Do not do that. If you notice yourself closing, if you notice yourself needing a break, do not go to Facebook, right? Do not go to Twitter. That is the last thing you need on your vision quest because that takes you away from your inner wisdom that gets you to focus on things external to you rather than the things that you really care about, the things you really value, the things you really want to see in your life, right? It takes you away from your own mind, body, and spirit. Okay. So got it so far. First, you've got opening the journey. And that's when you get really mindful, you get really present, you let yourself wash away all the stuff that's been going on in your everyday life, and you let yourself transition into a different kind of experience. Then as you journey, you're going to take breaks when you need. You're going to ask the questions, the big questions. You're going to dream big. And you're just going to get curious about what comes up for you. And when stuff does come up, sit down, journal about it, write about it, record it in some way. Now we're closing the journey. When you are ready to close your journey, and you feel like everything that wants to come up and out of you has come up and out of you, you are going to spread out all your notes. You're going to spread out all your drawings. And you're just going to start noticing the themes. And this process is, again, not a get-it-done kind of task. Our focus is not on efficiency. It's not on doing it perfectly, right? We are just noticing with curiosity what our notes say. And when we need a break, we're going to take a break. When we need self compassion, we're going to offer ourselves compassion. When you feel ready, you then start writing down a good clear, solid statement about what your three to five year career plan is. And I want to just say that you might find that it's not a career plan at all. You might find that it's actually bigger than that. It's a life plan. And that's okay. Don't force yourself to fit into any particular box with this. So you got a clear, solid statement about what you want your three to five year plan to be. And then you're going to write down very specific objectives you plan to complete over the next few years to achieve this vision. You're going to also check in with your body when you read your vision statement. And I want you to notice if that statement helps you to feel more free, right? As you read it, notice how your body feels. Do you feel a sense of freedom or do you feel closed in and tense and icky, right? It's obviously a red flag if you're feeling icky about it. Or if you're feeling like painted into a corner or something, right? You want to feel open and free when you read it. And if you don't, go back and redraft until you have something that does feel freeing. So that's what closing your journey is about, right? It's about finding the themes, writing down a clear statement, writing down some objectives, And checking in with your body to see if you actually like what you've written down. (laughs) So we've gone through opening the journey, the middle of the journey, closing the journey. And now I want to talk about caveats. First, do not get in your head about this thing. Oh my God, should I prep? What should I prep? What should I bring? What should it look like? Oh my God, should I draw? Should I journal? How should it How should it all work? No, 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 no. If it feels like too much, if it starts to feel overwhelming, just grab something to write with and go to the first calming place that comes to mind. Do it messy. Do it in a way that feels freeing. Don't let the plans themselves create a fight flight state within you (laughs) right don't let that happen second do not take any of what i've outlined here as the official word of how to do a vision quest right if you find that you're having a hard time being present you're having a hard time doing mindfulness practices in some way just let it go don't try to be mindful (laughs) Right? Often when we try to be mindful, we become less mindful. Right? So just sit there and forget about the perfect thing. Forget about the ideal thing. You just want to be deeply connected to your mind, body, and spirit. And if your body wants something, give your body that thing. If you need a snack, eat a snack. If you need a walk, take a walk. If your spirit wants you to dance, dance. And if you run out of time, let's say you block off the day and it didn't work out and you didn't get it all done. And you have like 30 minutes left before you have to pick up your kids. Don't freak out. Right? Don't get into the, oh my God, I got to get this done. I'm running out of time. Don't get into the frantic energy around time. Because again, your vision becomes dysregulated based on the nervous system state you're in, right? And so then suddenly, because you're trying to get it done quickly, because you're trying to move through the task in a way that is not calming, your vision becomes confusing or it becomes overly detailed or overly vague, or maybe it even becomes graspy. Like you're working too hard to make it just right. Like I said, check in with your body to see if your vision actually feels good to you when you're done. Check in to make sure it actually feels freeing. And then lastly, set an intention for your vision quest. How do you want to feel during the quest? How do you want to feel on that journey inward? Peaceful, light, excited, interested, intrigued, inspired? What is it? How do you want to feel? Set that intention before you begin. All right. Got it? If you already signed up for the sabbatical program, the workshop is included. And as long as you sign up by July 1st, the workshop is included. If you sign up for it as just a solo workshop, you can do that too, right? And you'll have until July 11th to do that. And if you want to sign up for the sabbatical program as a whole, that year long program, check out episode 118 to learn more. July 13th at noon Pacific, we'll be meeting for our career vision workshop. And what I described today is the pre-work for that. I'm so excited for this workshop because I know what academic socialization does to a person. It actually teaches you to be overwhelmed, right? It teaches you to feel unworthy, right? Academic socialization teaches you to be a people pleaser to be a perfectionist. And all of those things can really get you stuck and confused and unable to really see your vision, right? So we're gonna find a way to transcend that stuff in this workshop and in the work you do prior, right? In this pre-work, in this vision work. So, yay! I'm so excited for you all. I am so excited for you all. I hope you come to the workshop. You're not only going to feel connected to yourself, you're going to feel connected to the other people there. You're going to walk out of the workshop feeling clearer about your path and knowing your next steps. And having that sense of grounding is absolutely foundational to living a life and a career that resonates with your mind, body, and spirit. See you July 13th. Oh, and once again, you can also go to my website to grab the Vision Quest questions. Just download those on the welcome page there. Again, selfcompassionateprofessor.com. Take care, y'all. Have a great Vision Quest. And actually, feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn or email me at danielle at selfcompassionateprofessor.com to tell me how it went because I would love to hear I love hearing that kind of stuff alright everyone have a great day have a great week bye thanks for listening to Self-Compassionate Professor find me on LinkedIn at Danielle Delamar on Twitter and Instagram at Danielle S.C. Prof, or schedule a free coaching consult at selfcompassionateprofessor.com. Be well.